0: crystalline sound especially you know will break up crystallized patterns of energy on the cellular level on the physical level you know that sound sound is very very potent and you can make a sound you know this is why they use sound for ultrasound they also use sound to blast open kidney stones right so you gotta remember sound is very very potent there's a whole Tibetan practice of sound that can essentially, you know, end someone's life. So, sound is a very, very very potent modality for healing.
1: Welcome home to the Lindsay Martin Ellis experience. This is your virtual sanctuary where we keep it light while going deep and ground spirituality into the reality of what it means to be human. We explore consciousness, evolution, alternative health, all things truth taboo and beyond there are no boxes or rules here tune in each week where myself and raw and real guests will be sharing our lived experience through a multifaceted lens to support you no matter where you're at on your journey this is a sacred space where spiritual principles and universal wisdom are accessible simple and digestible because all are welcome here it is your birthright to remember the magic and miracle that you are You ready to be inspired? Let's do this, love. Hello, soul fam. Welcome back to the show. I just have a brief little intro for you. Introducing the lovely Ashana. And this episode is all about sound healing as a path to personal and professional growth and transformation. It's fun. Ashana's team, reach out to me a few months ago to be on the show and I use so much of her music in my body of work. I use her music when I'm meditating, when I'm just working, just having it in the background. It's so soothing and it's, um, it's just angelic. (laughs) It feels, it just feels really good to, to kind of tune in and, and have that on in the background and it was it was fun to hear from her and what's amazing about this is she actually takes us through a live transmission a live sound healing specifically for our beloved community so make sure you create the spaciousness if you're if you're listening to this episode in the car or you know while doing something else the invitation is to come back and to create the space to receive the medicine from ashana it's it's so beautiful and so palpable so yeah we had a, a lovely conversation a beautiful conversation about her journey 20 plus years as a sound healer in this way and um make sure you check out the show notes for all of the ways to connect with her She's got a beautiful book out. She's obviously on Spotify and iTunes and she's all over social media and she's got some amazing projects in the works as well and a true light worker in the world through the alchemy of sound. So enjoy this conversation with Ashana and I also wanted to thank you all for the outpouring of love. Last week I had a solo cast and I went pretty deep with you all. (laughs) We're keeping it a lot lighter this week. And you know, you never know what you're gonna get from me. <laughs> Multi-dimensionality, multifaceted. We kind of take it wherever the conversation, you know, is being being asked to go. And I just appreciate you all being along for the ride. So enjoy this episode with Ashana and reach out to her and myself. Share the love. Just continue to spread the good word. Definitely find her. Um, her music. You can find it everywhere. <laughs> just find it all over the internet and and just receive. It's, it's such a beautiful gift. So thank you, Ashana, for being such a light in this world. And thank you to this beloved community. And we'll catch you next week for another episode. Much love. I have the beautiful Ashana here with me today. And we are going to have a beautiful conversation and also give you an activating experience with Crystal Sound Bowls. Do you want to say hello for a moment and I'll share a little bit more about who you be in the world and then we'd love to hear from you as well.
0: Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me. It is actually wonderful to be with you today and everybody here. So thank you.
1: Thank you. So I have your bio up here. I'm just going to drop the first sentence and then I always love to hear from you, (laughs) your service work, who you are, just kind of what inspired you to, you know, share your gifts with the world. So Ashana is one of the premier healing music artists and vocalists of our time, weaving together soaring angelic vocals and the celestial sound of alchemy crystal singing bowls. So yeah, if you want to share just a little bit about who you are and I believe it was uh 2 decades ago that you kind of got your hands on your first uh sound bowl from what I saw in one of your videos. <laughs> so yeah, just years. Yeah, so maybe just 24. share 24 years ago and you've developed a beautiful body of work that it's very evident that this is your path. Like there's nothing else you should be doing in the world. So I'd love yeah. to hear from you just how this journey has been for you and and kind of, yeah, how you, yeah, just, I would love to hear in your words, what do you do? How do you serve?
0: Oh my gosh, that's such a wonderful question because, you know, I think we all serve in different ways. And when our passion awakens inside of us, it points us to that direction. And I had a moment like that. I mean, I, I grew up Basically singing, and I was passionate about music and performance and, mu- and music. <laughs> Did I say it twice? Music performance, artistry. Um, from the time I was a really little girl, and I went through that for many, many years, for decades. I went to conservatory. I had a you know small career in the classical music field in New York City. Um, and, you know, right at the time when the book Mozart in the Jungle and the, and the film came out. I mean, I, that was me at that time doing that then. And there was something that happened. I left New York City in, um, in 1996. And in 1999, I got a phone call from a friend who said, you know, have you ever heard of Crystal Singing Bowls? And I said, no. And she said, this is right up your alley. And so sight unseen in that moment, I just ordered one. And about three weeks later, it came. I opened up the box, had this incredibly wonderful experience opening the box of my first crystal bowl. It was one of the big white heavy classic frosted ones. And I put it on my kitchen table. I was living in rural, right outside, about 30 minutes outside of Santa Fe, New Mexico at the time. And I put the bowl on my kitchen table and I tapped the side of the bowl with the, with the wand. It was the mallet. And I immediately burst into tears. It was uncontrollable. I started crying, and the very first thought that I had was that light had come to live in my house. Mm. And the very second thought, literally right on the heels of the first one, was, one day I'm going to put these into music. And what happened to me was that about three weeks later, I had seven. And for the next two to three years, I just began playing and singing with them and doing little public meditations. And you got to remember that back in you know 1999, 2000, there was no such thing as sound baths. Yeah, nobody was doing crystal balls. You know, when you would say, "Sorry, I'm I'm a little wired here," but when when you would say crystal balls to somebody, they would like go what. (laughs) <laughs> you would say sound bowls, they would go, huh? You'd say sound bath. I mean, I never even used the language sound bath at that time. So I was just exploring and people were like, were exploring with me. I was exploring, you know, my experiences on taking seven bowls into the public and playing them and watching what would happen. Experiencing what would happen with myself because what I tell my students Is every time you play a crystal singing bowl, you're playing for yourself. Uh, you know, so many people come now to work with me and they, there is this immense altruism of spirit that says, Oh, you know, I want to, I want to play. I want to help people. I'm going to serve. I'm going to be a healer. I'm going to do this. And, and I stop them and I say, wait, because really understand that when you are playing bowls, you are always playing for yourself and it's coming through you and it's affecting you on every level. So I spent like the next gob of years processing all the stuff that was coming up as I was working with vibrational healing and sound. And it was very powerful and it was potent you know, I made, I made a lot of uh, um, very strange choices. I had a lot of incredible experiences. I affected people in very positive ways. I also affected some people in very not so good ways because I was basically stumbling along. And at that, given, that point in time, nobody was doing this. So, you know, it really is about, you know, when you're, when you're a pioneer, which I, I am in this genre, You know, you're, you're really breaking ground and kind of carving, carving the way. And the interesting thing for me is, was I had such, I have such an extensive background in music. And most of the people playing bowls still to this day are not musicians. They're healers. They're people who come at it from yoga, from vibrational healing, from um, medicine. And they have a completely different perspective. But when the artist and the musician comes to with the bowls, there is a whole other level that starts to open up in the playing. And mm-hmm. um, I like to tell people that the first, the uh, you know, in sound healing, that the in ancient Greece, it was the musicians that were considered the physicians. And so music and sound healing have always been intimately and intricately intertwined. And so from you ask me, you know, who I am, what do I do, where's my service? Well, in that pivotal moment when I met my first bowl, it was like the universe saying, my higher self, my soul saying, okay, you've gotten this far as a musician, as an artist. And I was a sacred chant vocalist and sacred vocalist now we're gonna now we're gonna bring in this whole other piece and you're gonna learn a whole other piece about yourself and about how music and sound healing can come together to make a difference not just for you but for the people you serve and I've, I've discovered that my service is global because my music is worldwide now so that's what happened. And it was, it was like a really happy, fortuitous turning point in my life.
1: Mm. Oh my gosh. There's so many places I want to take that. Well, first of all, I really appreciated what you shared about how your work is for you above all else, right? Like I I think, you know, we've really steered away from in, in this modern culture that our work gets to enliven us, <laughs> and right. It, it's not to say that, of course, there were likely challenge, right? Like you're a disruptor, there were people that probably didn't like what you had to share, and were probably very uncomfortable, or maybe you know, healings were happening, and transformations were happening, and, and disruptions were happening, and maybe there was projection. So, I kind of want to talk about that because it's kind of that both and where. You know, I w- that was one going to be one of my questions, you know, as I think you called yourself a chant vocalist, like if you had ar- always felt this spiritual connection, like it sounds like most of your body of work for the majority of your life has been connected to the sacredness of the human experience. But I would love for you to maybe touch on that you always, like, did you always know like, this is my path, this is my path, no matter what challenges came up and the crunchy, salty moments where people don't understand us, right? Or we feel like, why am I doing this? It'd be so much easier potentially to just do what everybody else is doing. Did you ever have those thoughts or those moments or or moments where you wanted to quit or or moments where it got too hard?
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) My husband says yesterday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. He's like, I'm interjecting here because yes, <laughs> my husband can also attest to that as well. If he was home, I'd bring him in the room.
0: <laughs> just for everybody that's listening. My husband's behind the camera. so <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, absolutely. I can, I can remember, you know, several, you know, big moments when I just felt like giving up. Um, Because it was so hard. And the thing about it is, is that I didn't have the skill set or the emotional maturity at those times to really understand that it takes focus and amazing perseverance and grit. And, you know, and so in hindsight, uh, I can look back and go, oh, if, if she, right, if, if that Ashana, little Ashana, had understood and had the, the, the skill set and the emotional maturity and the focus to be able to walk through, you know, whatever was challenging. And for me, a lot of the times, It had to do with people wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard, wanting to be appreciated, wanting to be acknowledged, wanting to be validated for what I did. And I went through a lot of experiences where that was not the case. And when I stumbled and fell and because I didn't have, I didn't have enough technical skill as a vocalist or as a musician. I mean, I went through a lot of that in New York City in the early music scene. I mean, it was like intense. You know, that that was the kind of thing where, you know, if you didn't come in at this level and if you came in short at that level, man, you were toast. You were just like scrap heap on the floor. And I had a lot of those experiences. And what I learned was, you know, over time, over a period of time, it's like, Okay. Wow. That didn't work. I need to work on this. That didn't work. I need to work on this. There was something inside me through all of that and through all of those years. And it continues, you know, because I have my moments. I mean, I had them like, I don't know, a couple of days ago or three, four days ago in the, we're releasing a brand new project and, and something didn't happen the way I expected it to. And the whole old pattern you know what I mean? Like that? When your old, old pattern. starts. Oh, yeah. And the old, old pattern went like,
2: <laughs> like this,
0: right? And all of a sudden I was like, oh, it'll never work. <laughs> you know? and, and I can laugh about it today because it's actually funny. And my husband, you know, literally he grabbed me by the arms and he goes, which is so wise. He said, you are not the same person now that you were 20 years ago
2: Mm
0: -hmm. it was like somebody throwing cold water on my face am i going oh of course you're right i'm not and and then bringing myself back into alignment you know there's a beautiful thing that um and I'm I'm definitely not quoting this correctly, but Eileen Day mccusick who's a wonderful, uh, uh, she she does incredible work with tuning forks, and she talked about um, us bringing ourselves back into alignment, back into harmony, and when we have the introduction. Of specific sound coming in, it allows us to to basically restabilize in our own personal harmonic resonant field. I mean, many many wonderful sound healers speak of the same thing and have for millennia. And so, you know, when I realized that inside of myself, I kind of went back to my this area here, which is where I do all my my music and my prayer work and my chanting in the mornings, praying, meditating, and I sat and I realigned myself. And I remembered, you know, it's a long game. Mm. It's one foot in front of the other. It's one step in front of the other. It is a game of self-discovery and self-exploration. It is a game of choices moment to moment to moment. And if I feed that choice that says, oh, I'm going to be in disappointment. Oh, nobody's going to support me. Oh, nobody's going to laugh me. You're myself saying that makes me laugh, right? But if I feed that, then I'm going to feel my energy just go, you know, start to contract and shrink and shrivel and clench up. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, that, that is not how i want to live and i am so clear now that when i have those experiences i'm so clear that that is not how i want to live and i know i have the tools and many many different kinds of tools i'm sure with with the work that you do you're always sharing tools with people you know and i tell all my students and people i talk to you know sound is but one way in to bring us back into alignment and into resonance. And if, and if the sound doesn't work, then go to breath. If the breath doesn't work, go to meditation. Then meditation, go to yoga, 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 try EFT or tapping, talk to someone, call your friend, ask your husband for a hug. You know, it's call your girlfriend, right? So we, we, we have so much helping us right now. To find our way back home.
1: -hmm. Yeah, thank you for presencing that because I think it's really important. Like, I love asking this question on the show because we're just modeled this like quick fix society and right. It's like you want to get there as quick as possible and it's all about the end game, right? And what you know time and time again no matter who i interview no matter what parts of the world we come from or what our demographic location or what we do it's the same right it's like there's excruciating moments that are the evolutionary catapult that bring us into this next phase of our life and it is it's about the journey it's about feeling it all it's about like you said i love what you said about the self discovery so thank you Thank you for presencing that. And what you shared, I call it my soul medicine list, right? It's like, there's a million ways to get there, but only you know the answer, right? To how to bring yourself back into alignment. So there's so many tools available to us. And I do, I believe for me, it's breath sound movement. Like those are my top three in no particular order. And I do want to also talk about, I had so... I don't remember when my first sound bath was, but it's been several years. And I remember in the beginning of my awakening journey, just being like, this feels nice. (laughs) Like, this feels (laughs) relaxing. I, You know, it would usually be at a yoga studio. It'd be like a full moon ceremony. And I would just be like, nothing would really ever happen. And I would notice myself like in comparison mode or just hearing feedback and Then what started to happen is I would start, I was starting to have these visceral experiences just in general on my awakening journey, but there were two sound baths in particular. One was in Hawaii a couple of years ago, and one was actually only two months ago in San Diego where during the sound bath, right? So everybody's laying flat on their backs and my body is literally asking me to get up and I can feel my mind like you don't want to get up. You don't want to move. Like I wanted to be on kind of like on my, like on my shins. And I could feel in the back of my heart, like there was something wanting to clear my, I mean, it was just like breath was, you know, it was just like Kali energy was coming out. Like I just, and I could feel this moment of like, just be with yourself. Like there's nobody else here. And I had one of the biggest heart clearings. Like I felt it. I could literally feel every step of the way of like where it was moving. And then it lifted. And what's amazing about that is I was so in my head at so many moments. Like it was this constant back and forth of like, just follow the alignment. Like it doesn't matter what anybody else is thinking or if anyone is even noticing. But there was a point where the facilitator and even other women in the room, it was a, a women's retreat, said that shift that experience shifted the entire energy of the space. Like all the energy was go, like I don't know what it was, but it's almost like I just had this experience and it was for myself, but it was for the group body as well. And like if I would have stopped myself from having that experience, then you know, who knows what would have happened. So I kind of want to speak into that as well. Like the humanness of how we get attached to experiences, right? Like every sound healing, every sound bath is different for me. Um, I finally bought my first crystal sound bowl a couple of months ago and I made my first shamanic drum. So I'm just now like in the exploration and, and playing. But I think I would love for you to speak into... Just because like you don't have this big, like I've had very small, like not small, but I've had experiences where it's felt very gentle, but I could feel in the integration, it's profound. I've also had very big experiences in those types of ceremonies where it's like, okay, the integration is a little bit more gentle. So I would love for you to just touch on, like you said, just how potent The medicine of the sound is, no matter if you actually think something is happening or not while you're in the experience, and also to not be attached to what you think is actually happening because it's so much bigger than we could even imagine. So can you speak into that a little bit?
0: Oh, yeah. I, (laughs) you know, I can't tell you how many group public experiences I've had where, you know, 95% 95% of the room is sound asleep and snoring. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's a joke. Because I, Cause I've done the big ones, 300 people in the room. And literally they, they would have them at that, like the end of the day so that everybody could rest. And we would pack up everything I'd finish. I'd be playing for like an hour and a half, two hours. We pack everything up. And then, literally, we go around the room, my husband and I, and we wake everybody up so that they can <laughs> go home. Okay, and and I tell people, you know, you do not have to be awake for this yeah. to be significant, for it to be a healing. In fact, I think we do some of our deepest healing when we're in the most profound states of relaxation or sleep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because the downloads, the energetic downloads are happening in your energy field. And you know, to, to kind of speak to what you were saying about, you know, you bringing that energy of, you know, coming up through your heart and having this big heart clearing and you're needing to move. I mean, that's the Shakti. That's the energy just moving through the body going, okay, it got stimulated through the sound. The, the crystalline sound, especially, you know, will break up crystallized patterns of energy on the cellular level, on the physical level. You know, that sound, sound is very, very potent and you can make a sound. You know, this is why they use sound for ultrasound. They also use sound. Sound to blast open kidney stones, right? So you got people you gotta remember, sound is very, very potent. There's a whole Tibetan practice of sound that can essentially, you know, end someone's life. So sound is a very, very, very potent modality for healing. We use mantras in order to realign and chant. Not only our mind and to give us a focus, but literally the whole vibration of that, that invokes the the some of the essential pieces of con- essential parts of consciousness, uh, syllabified in one single sound. That's why what makes mantras so powerful. We we scoop up an entire gestalt of beingness into one tiny little sound could be om, could be shanti, could be shakti, could be, you know, peace, right? We take all of that, we gather it into a sound, and then we begin to introduce that sound into our beingness. And what happens is, this is what happens, you know, to everybody who does a sound bath, you become entrained. You, your nervous system becomes entrained to that vibrational frequency.
2: And we do it little by little by little by little by little.
0: And then you'll have this experience as you did. The heart opens. The Shakti moves. You're connected with everybody in the room. And you're doing service. You don't even know it. Probably because you were in your head, you were the perfect person. To do that. Okay. <laughs> Because you didn't have any ideas, like oh, I'm going to see Quan Yin, I'm going to dance with Jesus. <laughs> like, of that going on. There was just like, well, this is nice, this is relaxing, this feels good. What's happening? Where am Boom! The sound comes in, and you're doing it for everybody without doing it. Right? right. You're just surrendering to this is the experience my body needs to move I can feel there's an opening you're self-aware enough to realize that there was some kind of opening happening and you just allowed it to happen yeah that's brilliant that's that's such a gift and then the next time you go for a sound bath you know you'll fall sound asleep And it'll seem like nothing is happening. And the next time you might go to something and all of a sudden you're agitated. You're pissed off. You can't sit. The next time you go, you cry. The next time you go, you're in ecstasy. The next time you go, you fall asleep again. Yeah. This is the beauty of, of sound as a healing for the emotional body. Right. And a recalibration of the emotional body. So, and the physical body, how emotions get stuck inside the physical body, how thought forms get stuck, how belief systems get stuck on the cellular level and working with the sound in deep states of relaxation allows that to begin to gently release. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was this morning. Okay. I was sitting in my puja and my, my altar. I point over here because it's over here. And I was sitting there and I had this thought for him said, Oh, I need to do these particular mantras in this sequence. And I hadn't done them for a long, quite a while, but at least a good year, year and a half. And I had it in my head. It's like, oh, time to do this. And I started chanting, very, very strong, Vedic chanting, you know, very, very, very strong. And as I was doing it, I started to cry. Now it wasn't crying because, oh, I love this mantra because it's so beautiful. It was literally, it was like somebody, that chant was going (laughs) Roto-roo-roo-ring, and all of a sudden, (sighs) wasn't big cry, but it was just like a feel of tears, release, 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 release. release. That's the power of one one single sound. Okay? Just repeat it over and over and over again. The next time I do that chanting, I may be totally in my head. I'm like, Oh, well, that was nice. What a waste of time. Not wasn't, but you know right. how the, we think, what am I doing? I'm, I'm chanting and I'm thinking about the rest of my day. Yeah. You know, and we do that no matter what. You know, I tell my students when you're, sometimes you're playing bowls, right? It's like, Oh, you're playing bowls. And all of a sudden you go,
1: Did Alice call me? <laughs> What's for, <laughs> what's for dinner did i leave the iron on before i left the house you know because we all do
0: that right the, the mind is so amazingly mm, active yes okay and so the point is not to judge ourselves when we go free fall like that the point is to go oh wow i i'm there i am how do i bring myself back here and and then because i wanted i do want to address your what you were asking about in terms of my experience you know when people are attached to having a certain kind of experience with sound and i see this a lot in sound healing and especially a lot with sound healing with singing bowls whether they're crystal or tibetan it's that idea that always has to be bliss
2: mm-hmm. it always has
0: to be peace love and light It always has to be this, you know, divine, blissful, happy, expansive, you know, angelic experience. And, you know, I've been playing bowls for 25 years. I can absolutely tell you, it is not always like that. Because they are helping us shift and clear energy on really deep levels. So again, you might go to a sound bath and boom, I have this massive heart clearing. You might go to one, you can't stop thinking. You might go to one, you can't keep awake. The next one, you're in bliss. The next one, you're just annoyed,
2: you know, or sad or grieving or, 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 and it's all good. It's perfect.
1: Thank you for that. Yeah. You know, it's like, all of it is sacred. And I, and I believe that that is part of a lot of my work, right? Like bringing the wholeness back into the sacredness of what it means to be a human. And you exactly, like it, it's very much in alignment with what I believe, like some of my most divine experiences are the guttural, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, tears and I don't know where they're coming from and I don't need to know. Like that's, you know, it's just like really honoring those aspects of self and welcoming it. And I love even welcoming the mental chatter, like, right. Even welcoming when it's like, I don't want to be here. Right. Like, and and that's beautiful too. So yeah, so it's like this is like be easy with yourself, be gentle. We are shortly, I would love to. One thing I did want to touch on, I spent some time in in Egypt last, last year and in the Great Pyramid. It's a sound cha- like it's a sound chamber. Nobody talks about there right, it's like this is n- what people think that that pyramid was used for. <laughs> it's not what it was actually used for and how beautiful to be able to chant. I mean, we listen to music. I dance. I mean, it was just so beautiful and so activating. And it's like the ancient Egyptians and I believe the Atlanteans, like they had it. They were, they knew what they were doing with sound (laughs) thousands and thousands of years ago. So, you know, even if it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's so easy for someone to have a cell phone or a laptop and right. We have like EMFs everywhere. There's Wi-Fi; like everything is wireless, but it's so hard sometimes still for the human mind. Like if people can't see it, like it's hard for them to fathom that it's actually doing something. So Ashana, you have been gracious enough to actually offer some beautiful sound healing for us, for people to now be able to ground in and integrate the conversation and to pl- practice and play, just simply receiving. So, are you open to um, to serving in this way now? Oh, absolutely! Was just beautiful. To some of these beautiful alchemy bowls
0: here. Um, this is who wanted to come in for today, and as uh, so you can see, some of them we have white gold alchemy. Uh, this is two divine mother bowls that have multiple alchemies in them, diamond, platinum. This is a great salt lake bowl with different alchemies of gold in it, platinum, you have beautiful divine sister. This is a gorgeous super grade bowl with iron and an indigo bowl and what we call the crone goddess. There's a lot of really strong divine feminine energy in this collection or this family of sound that came here today. Mm. So um I just invite everybody to take a moment. I'll play for 10-15 minutes and just take a moment and if you don't have headphones on, you know kind of put this on pause and grab your headphones if you can because you're gonna have a better sound experience that way. And give yourself a space where you can sit or relax. If you want to lie down, lie down. If you want to sit in your chair, but just know there's nothing for you to do. No place to go. And let's just, with each other, just take a couple of comfortable,
2: relaxed, gentle breaths as I begin to play. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. When you feel ready, just begin to come back to your breath and feel the space of your body. Feel the space of the room or the place where you are. Know that you can return to this place inside of you anytime. It is the place of peace, the place of light, and a place of eternal love.
1: how am I going to speak after that? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't wait to tune into that one again. (laughs) Um, I'll share my experience briefly and then I'd love for you to share the many ways that our beloved community can get in touch with you and the lovely offerings. I know you have some fun creative projects and a book that you want to share about. Um there was a lot going on with like my neck and my face. And all of a sudden it was this like drop in around Lemuria, Lumer- like <laughs> and that something happened. um, I had some light language coming through, and it was funny. It was like it's the language of light. It's the language of light. I had it come through a couple of years ago. and it was just like, you don't need to know, but something has just shifted like something new has just come online. Don't don't think about it. Just trust it. And it just felt really fun and playful. <laughs> so I was laughing because I wasn't, exp- I was in my head in the beginning. Cause right. It's like, I'm, I'm like making sure the sounds good. I come, you know, am I on mute? Just holding the space. And then it was just this fun little playful bit that came in right as your, as your beautiful voice kicked in. So thank you for that. Um, and i i do want to share that i your your rendition of ave maria i've listened to so many times and the podcast you know is something that i feel is what my soul is asking me to really step into right now and i i use your music in my body of work i teach embodiment and i just love the serendipitous you know, divine orchestration of your team reaching out and just like how fun it is like, oh, beautiful, like divine intervention here. Like we're meant to connect in this way. So I really just wanted to thank you for, for being here, for sharing your gifts and for being such a light in the world. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to explore this, uh, when I spend some time with myself after this episode, I feel like there's some things that want to come through <laughs> for me. So yeah, just if there, you know, you want to share, just I know you're on different social media platforms. Your music's on Spotify, and you have a couple of different things that you want to talk about. What are most alive for you? So please feel free to.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you, Lindsay. Well, first of all, I want to just celebrate that um, in two weeks. I think it is two, two to three weeks where. Releasing the first single of a new project. Well, August 4th. So depending on when this airs, it might already be out. Um, and I have a, been working on a project with my producer, Thomas Barkey, for many years. It's called Celestial Alignment for Healing. And it's two and a half hours, about two, two hours of beautiful music and 48 videos. It's a self-guided experience in bringing healing sound into your life on multiple levels. And we're releasing the music first and then releasing the whole program. And this has been like such a labor of love. And it was a huge download to when I got to do this project. It was like the team just went, this is what you're going to do. This is how it's going to look. These are the bowls you're going to play and just do it. <laughs> Literally, we had the music recorded like boom in a nanosecond, and then there was this like pause. Was as everything in my life had to catch up to the frequency of what we did, and that's happened so many times to me. But so finally, everything is releasing the the music video of it. It's we uh, we did one of the most powerful Sanskrit mantras for healing. And this is a mantra to really bring in your passion, your power, your strength, your vitality. So it's like I said, it's not all this peace and bliss and love. Sometimes the bowls are just boom, let's go. And so this is this first mantra of this first collection is that. And we do have the beautiful, like what I just did now. We've got that too, and a guided meditation and affirmation with a mind movie. I mean, it's so comprehensive. So I'm super excited about that. And that starts to drop August 4th. And if I can keep chatting for a moment, then we have um, for those of you who are loving crystal singing bowls and interested in it, please I invite you to go find this on Amazon or on my website. This is crystal singing bowls. The Angelic Sound of Healing, Relaxation, and Spiritual Awakening, a book that I just wrote and released. Um, it, it released in February, and it has been told by, we're getting reviews constantly by sound healers and vibrational healers that this was the book that they have been waiting for. Mm-hmm. So it is so comprehensive. It started out as a little, well, I'll just do a little PDF ebook. And then it turned into this. And, um, it's so beautiful. You'll want the print copy because it's gorgeous. Um, you know, the Kindle version just doesn't cut it. This is, this is seriously yummy. And there's videos that you can go to in the book that'll show you how to play. So it's kind of everything you wanted to know to play crystal bowls. Uh, oh, and that's right. My husband's going like this to me. We just finished recording the audio version of it, which is gorgeous. So Amazing. fun wanted an ebook to listen to. It's not just like the language, but we put all this music inside the audiobook so you can hear it too. So those are- Ooh, my- that's
1: fun. I know. I know.
0: <laughs> so I invite everybody here. If you, um, I think there's going to be a special link that you're going to provide. And we have a yes. free- excerpt of the book for you and we have a free song track for you. So all you have to do is follow that link and then we'll give you some lovely gifts for being with me here today with Lindsay. So you can go find my music on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, uh, Pandora, oh, YouTube. We're all over YouTube, um, Facebook, TikTok, IG, and uh, my assistant just signed us up for threads.
1: So <laughs> I'm still <laughs> resisting. I'm still resisting. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, I can't keep up with it at all. But yes, like oh, I love that gosh. you're you're everywhere because you've been doing this a long time and you know, this is your this is your world. Um, I'll absolutely put all the ways to connect with you in the show notes. Thank you so much your, for your energy. It's just, I love being in the presence of just beautiful beings. (laughs) Just, you can just feel your aura. It's just beautiful. So thank you. And I play your music sometimes just when I'm working in the background, it's just, it's very soothing and I love it. It It like takes me to another dimension, but I'm still able to ground into my work and get things done. So I get the best of both worlds when I hear your, your beautiful music. So thank you.
0: Well, when you hit, well, we, here's some, some beautiful things. And Celestial Alignment for Healing, we have two 32-minute tracks in there. And I have coaches that I've given this music to already. And that's exactly what they're doing with it. They just, like, put it on play. And they're doing their writing. They're doing their creative process. They're doing their teaching inside of that. Yeah, it's pretty special. So
1: Beautiful. Good
0: more than you already
1: know about. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying yes and continuing to say yes. And um, please reach out to Ashana and myself, share this with a loved one, just continue to spread the beautiful message of what Ashana is bringing to the world. Go check out her work. I promise you will not be disappointed. You obviously got a little taste and I'm like, okay, I want more. Um, So thank you so much. Welcome.
0: Thank you so much, Lindsay, for
1: having me. You're so welcome. All right. Much love, everyone. Thank you for your presence and tuning in today. I believe in the power of reciprocity. So if you found value from this episode, I invite you to share the love. There are endless ways to do so, including leaving a rating and written review on Apple, forwarding the episode link to a loved one, reaching out to me on social media to say hi at Lindsay Martin Ellis or sending me a love note via email at lindsay at I so appreciate you and your support. It's truly what keeps me going. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Lindsay Martin Ellis Experience. Much love.